We go to work, and when we're off, we whine about our day. We sip our cares away, and you can do the same, cause you're in a safe place when you're whining with nurses. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Whining Whining with with Nurses. nurses. I'm Sarah Hidgey. I'm Kat. I'm Jen Sweeney. Uh, so this is our nursing and wine drinking podcast. Welcome. Uh, we've got some wine glasses and some wine we're going to enjoy. I suggest you open a bottle yourself. Yep. Join actually, us. Join in. Um, it's actually two bottles in front of us right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who brought which one? Or did you, bo- did you bring both, Sarah? Oh, yeah. So these were both donated to us, actually. Um, the one on the left, what is that called? Uh, he- Hellwig. Hellwig. Roundup Red. Okay, so Wet River Trips. They wanted to be a wine sponsor, so they donated this bottle. That's so nice. Yeah. I like the name, Roundup Red. Mm -hmm. Round them up, we're going to drink some wine. (laughs) Looks like the logo kind of looks like the Levi's um, like font, do you think? Yeah, it's kind of rustic looking or cowboy. It's 2015, okay. 2015, y'all. It was a good year. (laughs) That was a good year. That was the year I got married. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. And the bachelorette party mm-hmm. and all that good stuff that comes with getting that was married. Fun. Oh. You made me like Vegas again. <laughs> yes. But only for that trip. Only for that trip. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a redo. Anything interesting on the back there? Yeah, what's That's it a blend? 14.2% alcohol. <laughs> well, I haven't had alcohol for 10 days, so this is exciting. We're doing like two months sober. Sarah's uh, included <laughs> in this challenge. Yeah. I don't know what we're calling it. Anyway, so the alcohol percent is interesting right now. Uh, produced and bottled by Hellwig Vineyards and Winery, Fiddletown, California. Where Ooh, is Fiddletown? Fiddletown? That's a real town. That's somewhere I want to be. I know. <laughs> I hope someone plays a fiddle there because that Better. sounds real fun. <laughs> I think it's required. You have yes. to if you want to be a citizen of the town. Okay. What type? It doesn't yeah, say like blend. what. It's a red blend. Oh, you're oh. saying it doesn't say what, what, the blend is. what yeah. things are in it. I was just curious it. if, yeah. It would be nice if it listed. It's usually like, nice to know, but it's just a bunch of stuff. Maybe we can identify it. Yes. Because we're so good. We're so good. <laughs> yeah. We're trained. Jen, you want to talk about the other one? Sure. This one this was one. donated from our former coworker, Paula. Oh. Hi, Paula. Hi, Paula. Hi, Paula. We love you. We know we you're listening you. out there. Mm-hmm. You're like she our uh, our nurse guru. Or yeah. what's in, what's the word I'm thinking of? Our Patron? Nurse. No, she's our Florence like, Nightingale. Yes, yeah, she's our Florence <laughs> Nightingale. There you go. <laughs> um, so this one is Cruise Wine Company, the Monkey Jacket Red Wine Blend. Ooh, blend. I like the Monkey Jacket. That sounds I cool. I think monkeys should all be in a straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from the North Coast, and there was only 28 barrels produced, and this is also 2015. Only 12.2% alcohol. Sorry, Kat. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so, uh, but I don't think it says here either what type of um, wine it is, but there is the Surgeon General's warning, which I asked Jessup the other day, like, why, why, why does that have to be on every bottle of alcohol? It's like, <laughs> duh, you can't drink when you're pregnant, even though I'm going to have a sip of this delicious wine. <laughs> but don't do what I, don't do what I do. <laughs> do what I say, not what I do. <laughs> she doesn't lead by example. Yeah. No, I just take little tastes. Now that I'm in that second try. Yeah. 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 16 weeks. I think 17. you're okay. I mean, I yeah. don't want to 
give We're my opinion one way or the yeah. other, but I do know someone who drank pretty heavily throughout her whole pregnancy and her kids are fine. And everything's fine? Yeah. So I won't say who it is. It's somebody from... Long Just ago. Yeah. <laughs> Someone from long ago. Well, I think in California, we're a little more, you mm. know, like, oh, you know, it's okay to have some sips and mm. most also, doctors say it's fine. And in Europe too, they're like way more lax yeah. than we are here. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it in the first trimester so much. No. <laughs> and as soon as you find out you're pregnant, don't drink. <laughs> yeah. Don't celebrate with a yeah. big old glass of alcohol. Um, <laughs> which one do you guys want to open first? I don't even know. Uh, I don't I know, but this is cool colons. because, yeah, I do too. <laughs> Let's open that one. Because it has the, the other ones that twist off. This one will make the nice little quirky mm-hmm. sound. Okay. I think the last couple we've had have been twist off. Oh, yeah. That's not know. as exciting. Maybe not. No? They're easy Has access, though. Oh, just kidding. One of them was. I do appreciate their easy access. The twist off? Yeah. Yeah. Good for a picnic. Yeah, it's convenient. You can yeah. pop it or you screw it right back on. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Either way. Well, this is exciting because we'll get to compare two red blends. Yeah. That we know um, nothing more about, but they're both two red. They're both red blends from 2015. Yeah. So, that's, but oh yeah, this is from Fiddletown, so that's somewhere. Oh yeah, oh, fiddle faddle. <laughs> where was this one from? North Coast. Okay, so near us. What did she say? Where that one? Where she got that one? Uh, actually, I think she said she has a friend who owns this winery. Oh wow. Yeah. So should friends, be in, should be good. Friends in high places. That's right. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and pour. What's up with you guys? What's been going on this week? Oh, just working, orienting new employees. We still have hired a lot of new nurses, which is good. Hmm. How many? How many new? Nurses? I think in the last year, our um, manager said we've had like fourteen new nurses. Really? But not on your floor, obviously. No, on so our floor. <laughs> what? No. Between day shift and night shift. Okay. Yeah, just wow. Maybe that's more for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of crazy. Some of them are brand new and some of them aren't like have actually. Oh, I'm sorry. I just realized I poured you a full glass of whatever. Like, just taste it worry, and we'll I'll drink it the cat. rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. have easy access to my glass. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, so I'm just orienting another new nurse, um, but it's pretty cool. She was an LVN before, mm-hmm. so she has some knowledge, but it's still, it's good to see. This is probably like our fourth or fifth shift together and already just seeing the flow improve and. That's you know, cool. seeing her feel more confident with everything because nursing school is way different. And we've kind of talked about this than like real nursing right. and getting into the real environment of mm-hmm. real life. So yeah, it's been cool. Is it helpful having more of you guys? I mean, is I it, mean, have you noticed like a difference in like, look, I mean, if they're hiring that many people, they're still, I guess, not going to have. No, I mean, it's just because other people have left. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, so it, is, it does get kind of chaotic with a ton of new people, mm-hmm. but you know, they'll learn. It's the cycle of nursing, the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> My right. first impression of this wine is that it's very bright. Is that a thing? I don't know what that means. Sure. Right. It feels yes. so, br- it tastes bright, you know, Did you like. Taste it already? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> taste it. I know what you mean though, because we've tasted some recently that were more soft tasting. Yeah. This is, yeah, it's more bright. Yeah. It's, I think that's a thing. I think I've heard people say that about wine. It's bright. Yeah. It's very like fruity and, and you know, not, hey, stop making faces, Takeshi. You Takeshi's have your opinions very judgmental and I have over mine. Here. <laughs> uh, I really am getting a little bit of pepper too. I was black still on the pepper. 
I said, I was still on the smell. (laughs) I just went right for it while you guys were talking about new nurses. I I smell like prunes that are fermenting. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Fermenting in the vineyard. I'm having a little trouble with the smell. I think- Oh, I didn't smell it. It'll get- I think I'll be able to smell it more once I drink a little more. Sometimes it, if there's a full glass of wine, I have a hard time smelling yeah, it. It's, it's like to swirl, too yeah. much almost, you know? Um, so mm. thanks, Paula, for donating this bottle of wine. Thank you, Paula. We'll talk more about wet river trips once we get into the, the next bottle, just because I think we should say, since yeah, they, they donated, definitely. I should say more about them. Yeah, and they're awesome, and they just have awesome employees. Right. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, this one tastes really light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, but it's like tangy. Or anyway, we can identify something. what's in it. <laughs> no. Mm. I don't know. I'm going to say some Syrah. Official sommelier. I think there's some Syrah in here. Syrah? I think that's what the peppery mm-hmm. kind of notes are. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, like- okay. So let's, we got some re-splaining to do. Um, there were some things we talked about on the episode nine, I think it was, with uh, our friend Jenny. <clears throat> we talked about CMV and she asked if we, you know, if you guys test for it in the hospital that you work in, Jen. And then we were all talking about what is CMV and um, our uh, other nurse guru, Takeshi, chimed in and said that it's pink eye. It's definitely not pink eye. <laughs> and that you can get it from a cat farting on face. <laughs> all of that, not true. Um, <laughs> but hey, we're not giving you guys advice anyway, so you shouldn't listen to anything we say. This is just for shits and giggles. Yes. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about CMV or cytomegalovirus. So it's a common virus. It can affect, infect people of all ages. And they say over half of adults by age 40 have been infected with it. So it's a like many viruses, they can stay dormant or latent in your body and not give you any type of infection. Um, so uh, so usually healthy people that have it don't even know they have it. But if you are ever immunocompromised or for some reason you do get infected by CMV, some of the signs and symptoms can be fever, sore throat, fatigue, and swollen glands. So, you know, your lymph nodes will get swollen just like in any type of infection or most infections. Uh, if you have immuno, you know, immune issues, if you're immunocompromised, you could have more serious symptoms, like it could affect your eyes. There's such a thing called CMV retinitis. So that's an inflammation of the retina. That's an important part of your eye where all the rods and cones are, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Rods and cones are yes. on the retina. Okay. Um, so that's bad. And uh, <laughs> it could affect your lungs, liver, esophagus, stomach, intestines. So the reason why it's important for pregnant people to not be exposed to CMV is because if your baby gets infected um, with CMV before they're born, they could um, be born with brain problems or spleen and lung problems. And sometimes uh, babies infected with CMV can be born deaf or go deaf shortly after birth. So um, that's why it's important not to be exposed to it if you're pregnant and you don't already have it. And they don't always test you for it. If you're pregnant, they don't always check to see if you have CMV. And how would you know you were exposed to it? I mean, like what would, what could you avoid? Someone that obviously has an active infection. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually little kids that have CMV that are, you know, are carriers, it's really in high concentrations in their saliva. Mm -hmm. So if you're around kids, you should just wash your hands a lot, practice good hand hygiene, Mm -hmm. or if you're changing diapers for babies, you know, Mm -hmm. um, so just good hand hygiene. And a, another okay. note to 
to tell if you have um, inflamed lymph nodes in one area, you can, a lot of people already do this, but um, you can kind of feel the sides of your throat right under where your jaw meets your neck. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you kind of lightly feel there, if there feels kind of more puffy than usual, you can kind of feel these big swollen, feels like little big balls in there. They can be a little tender. And that might be a sign that you have some um, uh, an infection going on or, or a virus something. or something. Yeah, something's in there because <laughs> they're going on. lymph nodes, which they're all over our body and in our brain everywhere. Um, but those are some pretty big ones and uh, easy access to feel. So, yep. Cool. Now yeah. we all know so what CMV that. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we don't test for that at the hospital. So, yeah, they say that people, yeah. you don't really test for it because it's, so common and so many people have it. That's kind of scary. You know where I do but remember I seeing that. this um, being tested for though is when people get organ transplants, like lung and heart transplant, mm-hmm. um, they want to know what viruses you have compared to what viruses the donor, whoever is mm-hmm. giving you the donor organ have, because you're going to be really, um, your immune system is going to be super suppressed immediately after getting a transplant. That's to keep the your body from rejecting the new organ. Um, so if you're going to be, it doesn't mean you can't take, like, let's say whoever is donating their heart because they're dead. It's not like they know they're donating it. But anyway, that's how it goes. So whoever's heart you're getting, let's say they have CMV and you don't yet, it doesn't mean you can't take their heart. It just means they have to treat you with antiviral medication mm-hmm. in heavy doses when you first. Um, wow, that's yeah. preempt- so crazy. Preemptively or when you get it. When you get the organ, because it would be you probably wouldn't even know until. But I mean, those heart like, transplants are so quick. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're getting a heart, like all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and then you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. So, well, like it started right it. before. Yeah. But, but yeah, that that okay, huh. interesting. Yeah, I wonder if they would test CMV on like me because I'm immunocompromised technically as a type one, a diabetic. But but uh, how immunocompromised? Like I, I'm supposed to get like the pneumonia shot the 80 year olds get or mm-hmm. the flu shot. I'm supposed to always get it because, or I don't know. Um, but you don't have to take like antibiotics before no, a procedure. No. You know, so maybe it's, it's like probably not procedures. enough to also, since my diabetes is in really good control, um, says my endocrinologist today. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, you were so nervous about that appointment too. Was I? Yeah, yeah you, you always were. are. I think and I always am. Yeah. At dinner, you're like, I need to make sure I don't eat a piece of bread. Oh yeah, and but I then did, but it was. Bread. You know, my <laughs> blood sugar never spiked. It stayed perfect all night long. It's because it was covered in it butter. Cr- it lowers <laughs> the glycemic index of the bread. I'm ser- it did it yeah. did though. It did though. Not you know. Uh, anywho, I forget what I was saying. Diabetes. Sorry, I got you you. Uh, <laughs> you're so, immuno. Compromise. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, but because I think it's in good mm-hmm. control that I am not actually immunocompromised. You know, like it's not it's, like an it's, inflammation. Right. It's just more, I think, a little compromised because high blood sugar 24 seven uh, damages everything just a little bit. So yeah, yeah anyway, anyway. I think they're talking when they talk about immunocompromised patients, Severely. it's someone who has, yeah, like mm-hmm. HIV yeah. or if you are immunocompromised because you've gone through chemo right. or you're getting treatment, you know, for mm-hmm. something else like steroids and heavy doses or other right. immunosuppressants. Like if you've gotten an organ transplant. Um, yeah. Or so, you're probably yeah. like a baby or mm-hmm. something like that. Then you're immunocompromised or really old or whatever. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, CMV. There we go. Cool. Oh, and something else that we looked into a little more 
we were talking about chicken pox and can you get shingles if you've gotten the chicken pox vaccine? And Jen answered that question, but we weren't 100% sure about it. But now we're a little more sure. <laughs> we did our, a little more research. Yeah. So what did you said? What did you say initially? I said chicken pox, once you get it, or if you got the vaccine as a child, which they have now, which we did not have available to us when we were all kids. Mm-hmm. So we could get shingles mm-hmm. um, because we still have the virus latent in us. Um, people that now get the, the vaccine for chicken pox won't get shingles. There's a rare chance, right? Right. Very yeah, rare. It's a very rare chance. Because it, you weren't ever it. infected. So the, yeah. the cells can't become dormant mm-hmm. or latent in your system and to possibly come out later. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. it's basically the same virus. It's just a little different and you won't get infected. You can't get shingles. Nope. Nope. Uh, okay. Now that I've drank some of my wine and I'm smelling it, it smells like wild cherry. Does anybody smell that? Mm. It's so good. Wild mm. cherries. Now that you say that, it actually, um, like dried cherries, they're really, really tangy. Mm-hmm. Oh, like those that's tart what, ones. Yeah, and you can yeah. really smell them. That's what it smells yeah. like to me. What's a wild what cherry? Smelling. Is that what you're talking I know, about? I was like wild <laughs> cherry versus, you know. I was thinking like a really potent cherry and dried Only the is wild probably ones. better. Yeah. No, it was grown in the wild. Nobody planted it. I'm sure everyone would have just got along so with much it. better. And they smell so much better. That's what this is. They're wild. Uh, yeah, I'm digging this wine. I'm 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 excited to try the other one. I feel like I like a little more rounded, well-rounded flavor. I'm trying to go into my wine. That I'm not, you know, I'm not good at this guy. Yeah, this surprises me about Sarah because it tastes a little like lighter to me. Mm-hmm. And usually it seems like you like the bolder mm-hmm. wines. I do, but I feel like this one does have some boldness. Yeah. It's it's not super heavy. It doesn't yeah, it's not, cling to your it's mouth. It's pretty drinkable. Yeah, yeah, but it's got that pepperiness yeah, that tannic. makes it more satisfying to me. It doesn't seem very tannic. Mm-mm, not really. It's a little too fruity for me. Really? A little too fruity. Mm-hmm. Also, I think my palate's changing. Well, yeah. Being pregnant, yeah. things are weird. Because you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you going to drink some Zinfandel with me then? And some Petite Sra? Is that, are you coming to, around to the heavier oh, wines as I your everyday go-to? I love Zin. Yeah, but I didn't think yeah. you were like, love it as an everyday. It's probably my second favorite. Oh, yeah. okay. My second favorite. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. I, I thought you were Pinot and then Rosé. No, I mean, champagne. okay, of the reds. <laughs> of the reds, I like Pinot Noir and then Zinfandel, probably. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I do, there's some really good blends that we've had. Yeah, I really like and them. Yeah, it just depends on like which, you know, if it's a really good, um, I think I'm just more picky about like the stronger like Syrahs and Cabernets. Like it has to be like a really good wine. Mm-hmm. It can't just be like this cheapy, like $5 wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a question for Jen off topic, but um, so what else have you noticed? You said your palate's changing like pregnancy wise. Well, but- I think because I also haven't been drinking, but yeah, so wine right now tastes a little bit different. Um, I don't what know. That? I think it's your cat. It's, your cat. <laughs> oh. it's like, who is licking Food. something? I don't know. I haven't had any big changes because they did say mm. that you could have aversions from foods yeah. that were your favorites before. Uh-huh. Nope. 
I just want to eat everything that I always loved and more of it. What about, <laughs> oh, you, you already talked about sense of smell actually. Like when you first talked about so yeah, that you were pregnant. But I don't think I have it as much as some people. Mm-hmm. Some people act like they walk into a room and they can know exactly what yeah. has been cooking in there all day or like whatever. Like a dog. Yeah, like a dog. I can smell the ingredients <laughs> like your dog. of that I cookie. Can, I can smell your blood sugar yeah. high right now. <laughs> oh, that'd be so convenient. I'd be like, Jen, Jen, how am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> you just tag me along. I'm like, hey, you need some insulin. You need a new career. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would just have a pregnant friend all the yeah. time. Not only is she a nurse, hey, but she can smell your blood sugar. You'd be amazing in the hospital. Like, I know. This person's about to go down. <laughs> Get them some candy. Exactly. So I am feeling happy though. And I don't have the crazy, crazy sense of smell because mm-hmm. yes, working in the hospital, there's already weird smells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But, oh, that's true. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, what do you like, mean? What, what are you, you talking know, like about? Poop, vomit, you know, oh. the poop diseases we talked Unshowered about. Unshowered <laughs> humans. <laughs> yeah, the BO, mm. the general like mm-hmm. hospital smell. Yeah. The Band-aids. You know what my least favorite smell in the hospital is though? Band-aids. Is when they clean the rooms. Why? Because it's are like they using... so potent with like nasty chemicals. Mm-hmm. Especially when we did have an isolation room because they, um, oh my gosh, what's the word? They sterilize. Yeah, the way they sterilize it, they have this word of like, they just like ratify everything and they use like a, you know, one of those ultraviolet lights. Mm-hmm. Eratify. <laughs> we all New know what you everyone. meant. We all know. Yeah, they, I know. There's a word. I'll think of it that they use. Like when they say. Eradicate. Oh, terminal clean. Oh. We have to do a terminal oh. clean oh. on this room. That and yeah, somebody like, died even, in this room. So we're going to clean it. <laughs> it's like even nastier chemicals. And then the blue huh. light is in there for like 30 minutes. Well, it's good wow. to know that they actually yeah. do it, it though. Is good, yeah. I've like heard of the light, but I I haven't actually seen it in yeah, practice. It's pretty crazy. The light's huh. just a bug zapper. It just draws all the bacteria towards it. And it's, it's so gross. Yeah, so you can see all the nasty germs in there. You know what they started oh, doing at gross. some hospitals that I worked at um, before when they were cleaning the rooms, instead of using um, bleach or whatever chemicals, they switched over to using something acid, which is vinegar. What mm, type of vinegar? That is what it smell, and I hate it. Oh, it I like nasty. that. Wait, you're like, it smells like a salad when I walk in here. No, I really like vinegar. No, I hate it. I'm like, ugh, ugh. Like, I've always hated the smell. Of vinegar. Yeah. And just whatever they're cleaning in there, it just smells horrid. My mom uses vinegar to, like, clean the windows because it naturally, instead of yeah. chemicals, um, but she does it in her car, and then the windows are shut. After that, she like doesn't think to air it out. So you get it and it just smells so gross. I want to ride in your mom's car. Oh yeah, you'd love it. I'll have her start picking you up for work in the mornings. <laughs> That's so a good gross. idea. I didn't know uh, you could use vinegar to clean windows. White That's- vinegar you can mm-hmm. use for anything. I have That's a how I kill my weeds. Mm-hmm. Oh. So now you know. It's really? like soap, water, and white vinegar. Sarah, how have you not looked up like every use for vinegar possible? I'm surprised you know. haven't. You're a vinegar lover. It's and a- you're a little like hippy dippy, you know? I am a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I mean, surprised. I do try to come up with natural remedies to kill bugs and stuff on the, yeah. our plants um, or just to keep the slugs out of the plants rather than using chemicals. But I didn't know vinegar was mm-hmm. a weed it killer. It is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Nature is a miracle, guys. Yeah. I just got so excited. <laughs> She's like, I want to drop the podcast and go vinegar my my garden. <laughs> I do use it to clean our humidifier and my yoga mat. Oh, oh yeah. it's perfect for cleaning the yoga mat. Mm-hmm. And you just put a little mm-hmm. essential oil and mix vinegar and water. And mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. It I need to like do vinegar that. And then it smells like lavender. <laughs> it's a good idea. Huh. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like that. I'd have to really dilute the vinegar. Hmm. So should we spin the wheel? Oh, okay. Jen, I know you weren't here last time, but um, oh, have we been doing this? Now? We started a new segment. 
because somebody wrote in and they wanted to know more of the nitty gritty nursing stuff. They want to hear more of our day-to-day stories. So we thought we would categorize our stories by color. We spin the wheel, whatever color it lands on, that corresponds with a category, okay. which I have so oh. I think here on my phone. Gotcha. Like green is gross or, you know, whatever. Like a story. Mm-hmm. Then we have to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yellow is funny. Blue Ooh. is sad. Purple is scary. Green is gross. Pink is annoying. And mm-hmm. orange is happy. So if you can't think of a story that goes along with your color, then there's a penalty. Oh, we talked about it ahead of time last time. We could walk? just use your thing <laughs> as the penalty. I think the booty walk is the penalty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that wouldn't be fun for any listener though, or oh, anyone. Group I can't hug. See it. That's a good Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. So Or ride the unicorn. I don't even know what. Oh, it is ride the unicorn. What? Yeah. I don't know. What is that? that? Was, you made that oh, with your festival. We had a unicorn uh, balloon. Oh, okay. And you have to ride it around. We'll think of something else if it lands on that. Takeshi's mm. ready. Wait, who are you spinning for? Who's going first? Jen, because she had, didn't do it last time. Okay. All right. You hear how it's skipping? That's because we've lost some pegs on Uh-oh. the wheel. <laughs> You're too rough on it. Green, Gross. And if you can't think of a gross story, we're going to do a spirograph gross. on your body. A spirograph. <laughs> um, so I can talk about, well, I think last time I was here, we actually talked about abscesses, right? Mm-hmm. And then right after that, oh, I had this It's been patient. so long. I know. I've like missed the whole month. It was horrid. Anyway, because I've been working on abscesses at the <laughs> hospital and that is why I've been gone. <laughs> um, I mean, things don't gross me out too much, but I- yeah, you know what it was? It was like I had this patient and I didn't get her, you know, our shift is seven to seven. So we give report at seven in the morning to the next nurse. This patient rolled in at 6.15 in the morning and you hate leaving things for the next nurse, but you really can't help it when it's the morning and mm-hmm. you have all your busy stuff. So this lady came in and we just wanted to get the process going. Whenever anyone comes in with a wound at our hospital, we have to take a picture and we have a special camera that you do that with. And then, yeah. Do they keep it in the Pixis, the camera? The key for the camera bag is. Uh-huh. Just curious if they <laughs> do the a thing Yeah, the same. they're very weird. Yeah, I hate this camera. I've Yeah, it's a pain. Like, it's always dead. It doesn't work. Anyway, so you have to go in with someone else so they can, like, help. It was, like, in her abdomen. She's like, I don't know. Like, I had, I was itching down there last week. And I'm like, this is, like, you know, this is just, like, five days ago. Like, actually, it looks like it's been there a while. <laughs> Oh, gross. <laughs> was know, it like was under so a fold? Yes, it was under a fold. So someone else, my Ugh. coworker had to help like hold it and you have like this little measuring tape. And <laughs> anyway, so we quickly took the photo, but just already I could smell it, mm-hmm. you Did know, going in the room. And I said like to her, yeast? like, I might need a mask. And I've never liked that, you know, but I think being pregnant and everything else, it's just like, yeah. Anyway, it was pretty bad smell. Like I've never, huh. yeah, it just was infected for sure. It didn't smell like yeast. It smelled like infected abscess, you know? What What did it look like? like? Was it open or was it, what what did it look like? Oh gosh, I don't even remember. It was open. It was very open. That's why I'm like, this has not been here for a week. It was a big hole. Mm -hmm. How how big, how (laughs) long? Oh, it wasn't even that big. I mean, it was probably like two inches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like kind of like a circle. Was she like morbidly obese or was it like just kind of overweight? Um, How did she she not? She wasn't morbidly obese. She was able to like walk to the bed and she wasn't- Mm -hmm. But she was diabetic, mm-hmm. and I, 
I never had to have her after that until we were discharging her randomly. Mm. I got her assigned to her again when we were discharging her. But so we quickly took the photo. It was just like one of the grossest like smells I've smelled in the oh, hospital. Yeah, yeah wounds, like, like abscesses, yeah. wounds, those things smell so, mm-hmm. there is a specific smell. Like I always, and they're flaky. And so anytime you move, I just imagine like, the flakes of skin going up my nose into my body and it just, just grosses yeah. me out. And it was just weird. The rest of her skin was fine. Oh, and then it? they must've done some procedure, like cleaned it out. Uh-huh. And then she had a wound back when they were discharging mm-hmm. her. So I never mm-hmm. saw it again. Yeah. But yeah. How do you not like look in a mirror and say, oh, I don't know. I mean, she never looked at I don't wrong. know. She, like, her belly was so big that she just oh. couldn't see it. Cause she's like, I don't know. It's been itching. But I mean, like, can you <laughs> lift up the, th- I don't know. Well, that's what I thought I too. Know. So they came yeah. in and that's what they discovered. Yeah. And they just kind of put some gauze there and we just changed mm-hmm. the dressing. It was just like weeping and just. But she wasn't in for that, right? That's why she was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, she came in for that. Ooh, that's yeah, that's a good. And it was right after our abscesses. Yeah, I like funky wounds. Yeah, it's a funky wound. But I never really got to take care of her after. Mm -hmm. And then she just—I just knew she got the wound back, and they did a cleaning out, basically, of the wound. And And as as a reminder, antibiotics. Yeah. As a reminder, the wound vac is that like black spongy thing that they stuff in the wound after cleaning it, (laughs) and then they put seal it really tight and then put a, a, a vacuum tube kind of attached to it and it helps seal uh, the wound kind of come and close and it and sucks out any drainage. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wound vax. But it's kind of wound vacuum, huh? But it's like kind of a odd to think of like stuffing something inside of this like hole in someone's body that is not supposed to be there. You know, mm-hmm. like stuffing other yeah. things in your holes that are there is like different. Any but oh, any of that wound care can be, yeah. <laughs> but usually they don't have very good feeling in there. You know, I just made a sexual joke. Oh, it's I fine. Miss it. <laughs> the <laughs> feeling in there is fine. It's, like I said, I worked wait, last what? night, so I'm a little bit slow right now. <laughs> it's okay, I said it while you're talking. <laughs> I'm all being all like serious about nursing here. <laughs> We're talking Sorry. about giners. <laughs> giners. <laughs> yeah. Or other holes. Yeah. Or other, whatever. There's only so many. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was, so a that, good was the, that was the grossness. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I think mice. I got gross last time too, and it was a, also a wound story. <laughs> I know, because that's some of the grossest things, you know? <laughs> yeah. But not cool to things, me. too. No, I don't either. <laughs> I don't usually get grossed out, but I was just like, oh, the smell is pretty rancid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you, what grosses you out? Uh, phlegm. Oh, yeah. Still a little bit. And then the external fixators. I just, oh. some stuff with bones. Does it, it make you want to throw It's not up? like it's gross, <laughs> smelly, or, you know, uh, it's not gross in that way. It just it makes me feel queasy. Mm, the like, heebie-jeebies. Ugh, like, yeah. Mm. Okay, Ugh, that makes bad sense. ortho injuries make me feel like I don't ever want that to happen to me. So you I don't want be any wounds either, but I think I might be more entertained if I had a smelly abscess than <laughs> really. So would you would you pick like a wound that you need a wound vac for versus like no. a broken? Something? I she would. She would rather have a wound vac than an external fixator on her body. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't want external fixators. Oh god, yeah. I don't want a wound vac. And not like a this moment. What if it was just on your finger? Well, I don't know. Some people like shatter their, yeah. Have you seen that? Some people like really shatter them and they like put these really tiny external things. No, I've never seen that. (laughs) That's so funny. It's cute. We're going to have to find a photo of that for the website. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll find one. That was good. Um, It's actually just sewing needles and they just (laughs) show them through. (laughs) They just stick them in there. Do do I, why? (laughs) Sounds terrible. (laughs) Don't try this at home, folks. Oops. Yeah. Uh, No. 
Oh, okay. I'm going to pull a picture because I think you guys need to see this. You can keep talking. So who's, uh, who are we spending for next? I'll go next. Oh, Takeshi said cat, but I'm, oh. I'm overriding because she's looking yeah, up I'm stuff. Look, I'm looking up stuff. Uh, pink. Let's see. <laughs> I don't remember what that category. Oh, I think that's annoying. It's a pink story, Sarah. Okay. Come on. She has lots of annoying stories. <laughs> okay. So there's this lady in a hospital in Southern California that I used to work at. And she was, um, I can't even remember what her initial diagnosis was, but at some point she was ready for discharge from the hospital. So she was healthy enough to go home, but they kept finding blood in her stool. She reported it first, you know, oh, when I go to the bathroom, there's blood. So then they got a, you know, guaiac stool test and it was positive. That just means we're checking your stool for blood. Um, anyway, it kept coming up positive and she ended up having a whole GI or gastrointestinal intestinal workup. So she got a colonoscopy. They couldn't find anything that was the source of her bleeding. And she stayed in the hospital for, I don't know, four or five days extra while they were trying to figure out what was the source of bleeding and guess where it was coming from. Speaking of rolls in your belly and not being able to see there. So this lady had blood vials that she had. So she had her a pick line and she was somehow saving syringes. You know how sometimes you'll leave a saline syringe on someone's bedside for the next time you're going to flush mm-hmm. their, their oh, IV? Yeah. So she was drawing blood off of her pick line and then- <laughs> Herself? Yes, herself. Oh, without my using God. The, you know, cleaning. Right, or- <laughs> without using anything. Saving the syringes, mm-hmm. hiding them in her fat rolls. Oh, God. And then squirting the blood into the toilet when she pooped. Oh, my God. And oh you know how they God. found it? So she went um, down to radiology for a CT scan because this was more of the workup to figure out where the heck was this blood coming from. And when they laid her down flat, her abdomen, you know, was stretched out. So her fat roll wasn't- Mm-hmm. hiding anything. So they just rolled out the syringes the syringe. of blood. Oh my God. Oh my what God. A dumb dumb. Isn't that so, so annoying? Was she, she Munchausen's? Yeah. How, I don't know. I think, I, I can't remember like why she wanted problems. to stay. We had a lot of people that were homeless in Southern California that just wanted to stay because it was a place to stay. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember if that was her situation or not. Whatever it was, she, you know, stayed in the hospital for four or five days and used all the hospital resources needlessly. Jeez. Okay, scroll down through the page here. That is crazy. Yeah, Some people like-, like- Just a weird story, you know? Yeah, it's- We could write books about all this weirdness. That's that why is- we're doing this. Yep. <laughs> but that is, it's, it's uh, bizarre. Ew, yeah, I don't want one of these external fixators either. But this, this is really cool. These are really small. Yeah, but- they're tiny. Ugh. No, yeah. thank you. Don't go too far. This is a really sad picture. Ew. Ew. Oh. Sorry. Oh, no, I, you're right. All right. I should have stopped. So, yeah, right. I told you. This is in the media, so I can say it. There was Face a general. hospital. Journal fixated the finger. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I must have really screwed that in. Oh. Um, yesterday, a patient jumped out of the second story window at Memorial Hospital. <gasps> no. And did you see that in the newspaper? No. Yeah, it was no. in the newspaper. We'll have to look it up. Press Democrat. Um, and I guess this patient had been on suicide precautions and that's why this patient was in the hospital, but he jumped out the window. Well, you guys did a great job. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> just totally. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, That's I mean, crazy. All those patients usually have a sitter. So I think, but in the article, it made it sound like he assaulted two employees mm. and then used an IV pole to break the window. <gasps> I was going to ask you, like, yeah. aren't all the windows That's why, like, sealed? They don't open? aren't good at the hospital. Mm. It's like, what? how much can you do? Right. Anyway, he's okay. Because at a psych facility, aren't the windows okay. barred? I think so. Not and they don't have IV poles. And they don't have anything like IVs and they don't have other mm, things yeah. to hurt themselves with huh. or others. So he uh, assaulted staff members in his attempt to do this, to jump yeah, out I'm to get sure. to the window. Yeah, I'm not sure. In the paper it said that he pinned someone against the wall. Whoa. Or like maybe just threatened her, like, get out of my way. You know, if she tried to stop him. It's like, Whoa. how much can you do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're, yeah. I don't know how much he assaulted them, but it's kind of scary. So he didn't die. Was he no, injured? Do you know? It said he had minor injuries. Okay. Well, that's only the second story. <laughs> <laughs> Poor he guy fell on the generator. Yeah. <laughs> I hope yeah. his family doesn't hear this. It's not to be crude. It's just like a sad, interesting story sad. of some, you know, yeah, like someone who came needs help. His wrists. Oh my gosh. Had repairs mm-hmm. and then was recovering, and obviously still wants to hurt himself. Yeah. Oh my god, so, that's so terrible. Yeah. It's interesting because some people try to do that and on the first attempt they live and then they're really thankful that they never died. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. actually was, that reminds me of, um, I don't remember how I came here. I think it was actually on on Snapchat that I saw this story, but it was a face transplant and it's because a woman tried to commit suicide when she was a teenager. She had just been broken up with, I think she was like 16 or 13 or something in high school. Um, and she was really sad and down, had other stuff, a lot of stuff going on, she said in her life. And, uh, I don't know how she tried to commit suicide, but apparently it mangled her face or it caused so much damage that they had to do a face transplant. So oh. she's talking and it sounds like she's it kind of- It sounds like she's Barbara Walters, but she looks like <laughs> Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's like the, the opposite. It's not, she, she looks like her face. It doesn't move really. And it sounds hollow, like she's talking. You can kind of understand when she talks, but um, they subtitled it because it, it's like an echoey, weird plastic sound. It's a bizarre sound, I think, because she can't manipulate her cheeks oh, and yeah. she can't manipulate the muscles. So that's a real thing, these face <gasps> transplants. Yeah, it's bizarre. And now she advocates oh. <clears throat> for people um, to not commit suicide and that, you know, there's help and there's hope and you're not alone. It was fascinating. Wait, random. I'm that? like on Snapchat and randomly come across the story. And I could not stop because I think it's fascinating. Wow. She must have shot herself in yeah, the, in the head Yeah, I was thinking like, something. what did she do to, yeah. to kill herself? That really. Oh, um, I didn't even think about it. So I was like, maybe yeah. she strangled herself and her, she lost blood flow and all her skin fall. <laughs> but like shooting yourself, of course, makes the most sense. <laughs> I just didn't but even think of that. Her, I don't know. Maybe she dipped too. her head in a vat of acid. I mean, lots of oh, people kill themselves that that's way. That's true. <laughs> that's yeah. like the worst. Well, I was thinking like fire, you know, but they'd have other things for burn victims too. So I don't know. I yeah, only say that. Yeah. Way to die. I, there was a guy in my hometown who tried to shoot himself in the head and kill himself and he lived and his face mm-hmm. isn't totally destroyed, but it's definitely mm-hmm. scarred. I mean, he looks oh, like really? he did something some people bad. end up with like a brain injury after that, you know, and just mm-hmm. other things. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you guys should look it up. Uh, it was, yeah. I don't remember her name, of course. But. We really need to have someone, a, a psych nurse um, as a guest. I think it's mm-hmm. so interesting and intimidating. And remember that oh, yeah. was my least favorite, one of my least favorite rotations in nursing because it's so challenging. Oh my gosh, it's, I know someone. So challenging. I know oh, you so, do? Well, I, I don't, I think she previously did psych nursing. Oh, um, she was, she retired from our office. Oh. Sue. 
Oh, the one. Oh, knows. yeah. Yeah. Um, but I should talk to her and, yeah. and see if she'd come on. She's, I mean, she's a nurse practitioner, but she has tons, I'm sure of stories. Mm-hmm. Um, she's wonderful. Uh, okay. I'll talk to her. I think she'd be a great guest. She might. You can learn some have, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause no matter what area of nursing you do, everybody has psychiatric issues, especially mm-hmm. us, obviously. <laughs> especially nurses. Yes. Especially yeah, we're nurses. We're the real crazies. You got to watch out for. Yeah. I want to try the next wine. All right. But you're really anxious. Story. Story. We so got to spin the wheel. So we got to spin the wheel. I'm going to have to do the challenge. I don't really have stories. Okay. Many. What was the challenge? Uh, well, let, well, let's see. If Kat doesn't have a scary story, she's going to get a wedgie. Oh, okay. <laughs> What if I'm not wearing underwear? <laughs> then with your scrubs, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, I'm just kidding. I'm wearing underwear. So fine. <laughs> no, I've had a wedgie from Sarah. I have to come up what? with a good story. I've so. given you a wedgie before? Yes. Oh, you're welcome. I think it was terrible. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I you gave me two wedgies terrible. in one. It scarred her for life. <laughs> I did. And Sarah doesn't even remember. She's like, I don't even remember. I've given so many wedgies. I can't remember them all. I'm sorry, guys. I "I don't know. I think so. I think I was like trying to run away and you're like, I gotcha. And I'm like, oh God. All the times that you've hacked into my computer and made Facebook comments. I didn't have to hack. You just leave your phone laying around or your Facebook open. My My computer at work. My work computer. Sorry. My favorite thing for that type of stuff is just to change a person's like screensaver. To like a picture of me, like making a crazy face <laughs> or something. That is, that is good. Or grab their phone and just take a bunch of pictures, selfies. Yeah. Okay. What's the topic? Scary. Oh, scary. Oh, I do have a good scary story. It's, it's a psych story. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I might've already told this. Did I tell you guys the one about the girl who seemed really nice at first and we were playing games? No. Okay. Is this no. one of our nurse? This, no, I was a student. Cause I never worked in a hospital. Most of my stories right. are like crazy hospital so stories from student. Yeah. Okay. And, um, it was my psych rotation. Uh, and clearly it was terrifying because first of all, I hadn't had nursing experience and felt confident as a nurse and a person. Um, and there's this girl. <laughs> I didn't even have personal confidence. I don't have personal <laughs> Yeah. I think nursing school kills your confidence. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. It they was, do that on purpose. Right? Like, yeah. No, you suck. No, really. You suck. You know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but psych special people do psych, you know? Yeah. So, so I go in and I was assigned to this patient and I was like, great. She looks real nice. She looks like my age. She is, seems totally normal. normal. (laughs) Yeah. We're talking. And then I was supposed to, I don't know, do some assignment, writing something about her or we were playing a game. I can't remember what we're doing exactly. We're sitting at this table kind of away from everybody talking. And she starts being like, well, so where are you from? So, what's your story? So do you have Facebook? And I was like, yeah, yeah, but, um, like I can't give you, you know, I don't want to, she's like, can you give me here? Take my Facebook. I can't take that. Like, I don't, I can't take your Facebook. I can't take any information. I don't want, you know, you know, I'm just here. We can talk here. And she like shoves it under my paperwork and just gives it to me and then like walks away. And I'm terrified thinking like, Oh my God, I'm going to get in trouble because I didn't turn it in. Cause I just like, didn't think about it till like the next day. And then she got transferred and then she would do other things like start um, telling me like, um, I need that back. I need, I need my Facebook information back. Um, they're, they're watching. I forgot me. it. And no, she started being like, they're watching me and they're listening and they know I gave it to you. Um, not the like people it's like the FBI and the government and oh. they've been following me 
And um, I just need you to give me that. Uh, You know, it's not okay. And I was like freaking out going, oh my God, first of all, she gave me that and I held onto it. I didn't keep it. I like trashed it, but I was like, I didn't, you know, turn it, like Mm -hmm. uh, tell my instructors that I had given, that had happened. So I was like terrified as I broke some HIPAA law or something. Then she starts being paranoid. Oh, it was just weird. It was a creepy, like creeped me out situation. Thinking back, it's still kind of creepy. Like she just acted really bizarre after that. And like, if you tell anyone, they're going to find you and they're going to hurt you and they're going to hurt me. And I was like, I didn't keep anything. Like she just kept saying weird (laughs) stuff like that. And I was like, this tiny little student fell and all freaked out. And then she got transferred to like a really secure facility. And I, it was the um, pediatric facility, but they still had up to 18. Mm Mm-hmm. So she must've been like younger than me. Um, and it was for more like serious when they were threatening to kill themselves. So things got more serious and more weird. And I saw her and she like avoided me. And it was just this bizarre situation. Man. How yeah. long was your psych rotation? Um, Sounds like too long. A semester. They were all a semester. Oh. I remember Everything too, but I feel like we never really, or ours was like half a semester, I think. I think ours was a semester, but it didn't feel like it was, it didn't feel as in-depth as the med surge rotation for some reason. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think ours was just like six weeks or something. I think it was a semester, but it, yeah, it also didn't feel, mm. I don't think because they keep you like a full 12 hours. It's at a yeah. facility. You're there for only the eight hour period. And also we were only there for, you know, six hours and then we did talking and then we mm. left. And so it was, you mm. know, we talked with group talk, whatever. Um, anyway, that's my creepy story. Don't Man. ever think a psych per- patient is just a normal person in there. I mean, it c- totally can be. Well, but they're I, all normal people but, in there. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's not, that sounded bad. That's not what I meant, but. But no, I well, know yeah, what you They mean. can be tricky to read yeah. and they yeah. are on, right. they have disorders, which is why they're in there. Right. And their right. meds might be a little bit off. Yeah. But you're this thinking, is why we oh, need a psych nurse to come in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I still. Uh, and I have a lot of, um, there's a lot of psychiatric stuff going on in my family. And I still feel like I don't know nearly enough about psych as what I need to. Because mm-hmm. so many people have psychiatric issues and man, I feel ill-equipped to deal with them. If it's a mm-hmm. heart problem, I'm like, here's what it is. Mm-hmm. And blah, 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 blah. Now I told you and now you know, but mm-hmm. man. It's not so black and white. And yeah. Psych. Our not brains are so complicated. Like, and also one doesn't fit all for pe- for psych problems. Mm-hmm. So there isn't really like, you have high mm-hmm. blood pressure, we're going to do this. And most of the time it works, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Psych's like a whole nother world. It is. But recently I had some patients, two of them that were bipolar at the hospital and they're totally fine. Hmm. You know, totally mm-hmm. with it and normal. And like, oh yeah, I had bipolar. And they were on their meds and they knew it to be on and they were totally fine. You would have never known as I was giving like 200 milligrams of like Geodon or something routine at night. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't oh, know what those are. Thing. It's like a antipsychotic, yeah. but you can give it IM for a patient that's really acting crazy. You that's can give in it your oral. muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Intermuscular for if maybe as needed. If a patient's acting really crazy, you can get a doctor order to do that. Do you guys do that very often at your hospital? Or do you ever use Haldol? I feel yes, like that Haldol was always the go-to was yeah. Haldol. Mm-hmm. Both of those. What about Probably lithium? Is that just like only in tablet form? I think so. Yeah, and lithium is more to be on long-term, right? Mm-hmm. 
and, and you have bipolar. to be really careful with that, right? Don't yeah, you have to do levels. blood tests for mm-hmm. lithium? Because yeah, but I think it's a really good med for those patients. Uh huh. Because they know. can stay stable on it, though. <laughs> I think, right. like you said, the blood test, like to so measure if it's therapeutic, meaning it's giving the proper outcome for a patient. Um, right? You measure if mm-hmm. it's in within therapeutic level. Um, but I think it's kind of like an INR. Like not everyone, it doesn't work for everybody mm-hmm. because not everyone can stay or in that range. Levels. I mean, different doses. Yeah. And, and, and also it just, some people aren't, Oh, how oh did God. I do that? <laughs> she wow. just spilled all the did wine. I do that? Almost. Uh, yeah, you did that. Here's a napkin, thankfully. Sorry. I was okay. trying to swat a mosquito <laughs> and then I turned my head and my earphones hit the microphone, which hit the wine glass, <laughs> which dropped the man into the which bucket. Which he almost dropped everything. And, uh, <laughs> snapped the plank and turned the crank and knocked the man in the rub-a-dub tub. Do you guys remember Mousetrap? Yes. No. I do. What? You don't? What's that? The game. No. It was the a board um, game. What do you call those situations where one thing leads to another leads oh, to yeah. another? I don't even know. There's a word for it and I can't think of what it's called. Somebody tell us. We're having, we're being bad with words tonight. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm too tired to think we're about it. We're being that. not good. We're being not good. With our <laughs> talking. A cascade of it's not, mm-hmm. it's, there's something it's named after a person. Oh, it, like I keep thinking person. Venn diagram. It's not Venn diagram, <laughs> obviously, but it's something that has to, well, anyway. Uh, so <laughs> let's move I on. Don't know. I spilled some now wine. Now I'm really curious. I, I don't spilled know I know some term. wine. Dang it. But yeah, the game mousetrap is, huh. yeah, fun. Well, I, I don't know. I feel like I remember the seeing the game, but I don't ever remember whatever you said, Sarah, that whole Shub-a-lub-a-dub thing. I don't know. Is that in the game or just, are you just yeah, making you build in the game? And snap the plank and drop the man in the rub-a-dub tub. Come on. You <laughs> okay. That? Apparently I did not play this. <laughs> it sounds real fun though. I know. No, if somebody not. had it, we should play it. Sorry. To get she says it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> oh, Maybe not as an adult. Show me a picture Unless, of it. I, I clearly didn't Unless play Unless your name is Sarah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Sarah can enjoy herself with a lot of things. I'm yeah. going to find this, the name for the thing. Except for external fixators. All right. Should we take a little break while I look for this? Oh, well, I think we should reach um, Shelby's story. Okay. Yeah. Let's go that. for it. I don't have, have it. it. I do. Yeah. Oh, oh, Rube Goldberg. Rube, Gold- Rube Goldberg. I've never heard of that. That's what it's called. I've never heard of that it's either. It's a Rube Goldberg thing. Um, As a Rube Goldberg thing, as you say. If you, if you set up a contraption of, or, you know, a series of things where one thing leads to this action and that, it, mm-hmm. when that's complete, that leads to this action. That's a cascade, so, Sarah. Basically, but it's called <laughs> a Rube Goldberg it. Rube Goldberg contraption Rube? or huh. diagram. Yeah, this is a person, Rube Goldberg. Why was it named after him? Because I don't know. I'm just Wikipedia-ing this like, right now. I'm naming this. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> it is. Random uh, facts. Rube Goldberg. Probably all of our parents are going to laugh that we didn't know what that was. I know. <laughs> Rube Goldberg was an American cartoonist, sculptor, blah, 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 all this stuff. And he depicted complicated gadgets that perform simple tasks. So yeah. like if you drop a marble into something and it causes you know, a wheel to spin that mm-hmm. slaps something and mm-hmm. that makes a piece of cheese fly over here. You remember those cartoons <laughs> yeah. where it was like, um, yeah, that's how you make that eggs. But, of, right. Back to the future because I was watching it recently, you know, oh, like from yeah. 1985 or whatever. Because he, the scientist there, he yeah. had that contraption Doc. going on and it was like the clock went off and then it was like ding dong and it like mm-hmm. cracked an egg like yeah. the end. 
Oh yeah, okay. and it pour the dog food. Oh, it's Back like to the Future. I love you. I know. I could do a whole podcast just talking about Back <laughs> to the Future. <laughs> I love back to the in Harry Potter. We should just have a fun podcast talking about. I don't movies. know about Harry Potter. It'll be called what? Nerds Talking About Nerd Stuff. <laughs> don't know Harry Potter, yeah. Jen. Oh my gosh. I've oh, never yeah. seen it. Or oh, read it. and and Doctor Who. I'm probably the only person here in the Doctor Who. Really? Okay, yeah, thank you. Um uh wow, your phone vibrates many times when you get a chat. <laughs> like 10 vibrations. Um I never a played that game, but I remember seeing it. That looks like a lot of um, assembly. Trap, it's pretty freaking cool. It's cool. Assembly required. And then you sure. end up trapping <laughs> the mouse. That's the end of the game. You trap the, the mouse. mouse. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So we've been getting some some listener stories and uh, keep them coming, you guys. This you is fun. Oh, okay. Jen's going to read our first story. I don't care who does. I just talked a lot. So no, I don't care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking enough. So this is, is this someone we knew? Yeah, this is okay. uh, some, this is, yeah, someone I know. Okay, so the story goes, so I went into my OB and I was complaining of severe pain in my tailbone region. She swabbed it and gave me, told me I have a yeast infection, gave me some Wait, topical. swabbed it, so must have meant she the vagina. <laughs> no, she said. No, her tailbone. Tailbone region. Swabbed her tailbone. But I know and first determined I that, that you had a yeast infection from the. Oh, I don't know. In your butt crack. Okay, yeah. got it. All right, all right. Sorry. Well, tailbone to... region, she didn't want to say butt crack, I guess. Okay, all right. <laughs> Which is the polite way, the tailbone. Yeah. Uh, she swabbed it and told me I have a yeast infection, gave me some topical, and sent me on my way. I went down south for Thanksgiving and couldn't even walk. Ended up in the ER and found out I had a polonial cyst. That's what I've had. Really? Oh, yeah. We just talked Pilo-neal-sis. about that. Pylonial cyst. Pylonial cyst. Pylonial cyst. Pylonial cyst. None of the doctors and nurses had even, have ever seen one firsthand. It was leaking. So they drained it as much as they could, put an order for antibiotics and sent me on my way. <laughs> I got home and went to my primary doctor for a follow-up and they drained it even more. Ooh, Ooh that sounds fun. The nurse was not prepared and pus got everywhere. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no. That's the worst. On my pants, on the floor, everywhere. I left Kaiser in a pair of scrub pants and sh- that she gave me. <laughs> Ooh, shout out <laughs> to Kaiser. So- <laughs> <laughs> that was nice of them to yeah. give her some scrubs. <laughs> it was horrible. I continued to take two hot showers a day and conti- it and continue to drain it and apply gauze to catch any leakage in my butt crack for like a week. <laughs> it healed up and then decided to reoccur. I decided I was going to grin and bear it, and it exploded later that day all <gasps> over the seat. Oh my god! In Mike's truck. Oh my god! Hey Mike, sorry about your truck, man. <laughs> I was on temporary disability <laughs> and out of work for like three weeks. If it continued to reoccur, they were talking about surgery. Damn, dude, no, those three are no weeks? joke. Like That's the, scary. The so amount how do you of get that. The amount of pus. How is she not dehydrated? That's like so much. But they make so much pus. It's crazy. <laughs> So what like does a, it look like? It's, what is this? It's just like a cyst. It mostly, a lot of times, just it's under like the skin. Hard. Yeah, it's like a yeah. huge ass ball under <laughs> your skin with a little opening. And That's then- exactly what it is. It's an <laughs> ass ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're really painful. Like vomit status. Anytime you feel you have to move, it feels like you're going to throw up because it's so, it's searing pain. I can't. Oh my god! Oh, that sounds so, so bad. So they just like aspirate it. Uh, they no, they Aspirate. lance it. Aspirate. <laughs> uh, 
they lance it. So they take like a, yeah. a blade and they slice it open so they can drain it easier. How come hers kept draining? They should have put in like a little hemovac or something. <laughs> oh, that's so... <laughs> Like, or a wet to dry dressing. Yeah. And then yeah. you could have taken the gauze out and it would have been filled with pus. But you, no, it's so much pus. You can't. Oh, it would just, have stayed wet. You need to like. That's why it needs a little squeeze drain. Squeeze it out. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it just, if it doesn't, I don't know why. If it keeps. I don't know. It just sucks. Keeps Especially for a chick it. to have to go through that. Yeah. That sucks. Ouch. Well, it probably sucks for anybody. Yeah. I know, but especially a girl. Because we're, because we're girls and we don't want girls. that. And that's gross. We don't want it. We don't, Guys love them though. I don't know. No ass balls They us. love ass balls. As many balls as they can get, they want. The more, the better. I don't think yeah. guys want more balls. I think they're with women if they're Nobody with women to balls. not have more balls. Unless they like men, then they might like pineal cysts. I can't say it. Pylonial. Py- Wait, that's really annoying. I have like a D in there. Deal. We should open this other bottle now. Yeah, Are we yeah, have, been dying. all winding down? You we finished the it. first bottle. Thank you, Paula. That was delicious. Wait, what's the story? Oh, uh, that's oh, the one. I was like penis. We didn't talk about that. Oh, that's I the next story that. to read. Okay, <laughs> is that for next week? No, we're going to read oh, these all read now. now. Okay. Yeah. So see, we've gotten some good stories sent into us. You guys send us your stories because we've got some good ones, but I bet you have some that are even better. Yeah. yeah. What happened? Firsthand experience. Yeah. To you, your yeah. family member, your mm-hmm. child, your mother, your brother, your aunt, your uncle. Your this dog. is the nitty gritty <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, not your dog. Our listener wants yeah. to hear about. Everybody wants to hear the nitty gritty. And you know what? It's also really... Uh, normalizing because all mm-hmm. of us have something mm-hmm. bad that it happens to us at some point yeah. and it's embarrassing and degrading to be in a hospital and have people see your private parts and take care of you and you don't want that because you're an independent fucking person <laughs> and you can take care of yourself but at some point we're all gonna have to deal with something right oh god yes. it scares me to death but here we are we're dealing with it we've all had something weird yeah you know or something that we've been embarrassed about and we shouldn't be life goes on and then we laugh about it on our podcast we and we're all just fine right right oh yeah okay so yeah. oh cat's pouring this wine right now and i want to talk about wet river trips they donated this bottle thanks wet river trips thank you wet that, river trips you. they're the best whitewater rafting company in California, I must say, Duh. <laughs> mm-hmm. you can uh, book uh, whitewater rafting trips. You can go to www.raftwet.com or you can dial 1-888-RAFT-WET. And then also just request me as your yeah, guide. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're lucky, you'll get Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> She's the best I hear. Um, yeah. Not and you even might get anywhere close show. to being the best. Okay, I, I talk to myself a lot and I told myself that I heard that you were the best. Oh, I heard you heard that was true. <laughs> <laughs> That's just because I love Sarah. Aww, but but you, you still won't come rafting with me. I know, me. I just, you know, I'm getting closer. But I've been, you guys can. I mean, you listeners out there. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? I mean, you Not guys you. could too, but neither of you, none, none of the three of you have come rafting with me. You've never but, gone rafting with Sarah, Jen? I'm the worst. Now she's like huh. waited until she's pregnant and she's like, I can't, I'm pregnant. And then she's next year, oh. I can't, I have a baby. This smells this like- This is going to be forever. <laughs> it smells, I, uh, smells like buttery popcorn. Wow. Really? Oh, I do get a little bit of butter, but I feel like, um, I feel like it's buttered cotton candy. You feel like, or you smell like? I smell Buttered like. cotton candy. Thank you, Mrs. Diddlewick. We had a thing. When I was in seventh grade, I had a math teacher and you would say, um, like seven 
I think seven was the answer. And yes. she'd go, is it like seven or is it seven? Is it like seven? Ooh. She was very precise. And here in California, it's like seven. <laughs> like <laughs> seven. Like seven. Like seven or like 7.2. That's What right. do you think? I just hadn't found my people yet. Yeah. I was still in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. It tastes like- I like this one. Cotton candy a little bit or something. It's you a little said bit buttered sp- cotton candy. I was like, wow, you put butter on your cotton candy. <laughs> it is a little buttery. No, it Make is. It rich. Yeah. It's a little buttery, yeah. but sweet. I think yeah, it smells rich. Buttery, sweet, and savory all at the same time. Mm-hmm. I like it. You know, it's funny because um, mm-hmm. Logan, one of the owners, <laughs> he gave me this bottle to, you know, as our... What? No, I'm just laughing. My description of wine is so terrible. I'm just like, mm-hmm, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> well, I thought it was pretty good. You nailed the butter for sure. I no, didn't even smell that until you said fine. it. It's fine. You see, laughed. That was really good. Continue. So he gave me this bottle and then he said, he texted me the next night and he said, oh, I don't know about that bottle. My wife just tasted it. And she said, that's maybe like, you know, not the best one, but I really like it. Oh, no. So, this anyway, one? Yeah. Thanks, yeah, Logan. No, I like we it. like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember you were telling me that and you're like a little worried. Yeah. No. Thumbs up from Wedding well, with Nurses. That is like when we had the Italians in town. And I don't know if I already told you this, but we went to Coppola and they're Please like, tell us about the Italians. <laughs> you should explain who they are first the of Italians. all. The Italians. Yeah, Jessup's, um, it's actually his mom's cousin. So I think that makes it Jessup's like second cousin once removed. Jessup is her husband. Jessup is my husband. The whole world oh, doesn't know possessive. that. Yeah. Jessup's my, my husband. My husband. Yeah. He's my so husband. Then it was him and his <laughs> girlfriend or wife and- you know, they speak very little English. Anyway, we met them a couple of years ago when we went to, or I did, when we went to Italy and got engaged in 2014. Mm-hmm. So they came to visit. They were with us for two weeks. And I think they're still venturing in Canada. But anyway, they came and we wanted to show them like wine country here. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, we've tasted many Italian wines and we do feel like there's a difference. Totally. Usually we aren't a big fan. <laughs> right. I'm it's not like a huge yeah. fan of Italian wines. So they I have don't. a different palette. And so we took them to Coppola and they were, per- we did like the nice tasting upstairs. It's like sit down. It's supposed to be like the reserve. Oh, the reserve tasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they thought it was corked, like one of the bottles. Oh no. And then Jessup, you know, I was like tasting a little bit of his and like Jessup's mom was having it. And we're like, no, it's not. And they like didn't like it. So they wanted to try another one, but they just, just they were convinced. I was like, no, those are not corked. Cause even like the little wine lady tasted it. I'm like, just ignore them. Like, it's not, we don't actually think it's corked. Like it's just their palate, (laughs) you know? And they're just like from Europe and they're just a little bit rude. (laughs) You know, people there are just like, nope, we don't like it. Versus we were very polite when we were over there and we weren't like, oh, we don't like your wine. We just were like, "Mm." I would be like a little silent. Yeah. (laughs) This one is shit. Like a I French person. Disgusting. Yeah. I think that's what they were saying in Italian. We just didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they didn't either. Yeah. And then we went to La Crema, where I'm a member, and everyone really loved the wines. Jessup hadn't been there. He thought they were really good. And they all they wanted to try was the freaking Oregon wines. Because they can't get Oregon wine in Italy. We have Cal- they're like we have France, we have California wine, but we can't get Oregon wine. So they wanted to try the Oregon Pinots that they have. Mm, I wonder they why. Think. Is it just there's because it's not such as- a small like Jessup said he's like, well, that's because Oregon sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. Did they like <laughs> it? I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, I think they thought it was 
decent. Mm. Is it but, because Oregon produces less wine so they don't export it as much or what? Yeah, yeah. And La Crema does have some vineyards there, but I mean, it's not as big. You know, they don't really export huh. worldly like California. Mm. Yeah. I believe. I mean, I'm sure they do, but- it's not, like, it's not like La Crema's number one seller. They did not love our American again. wine. I know, so rude. I was like, whatever, we like it. More, <laughs> More for, for us. us. Yes, <laughs> you got it. Okay, Luigi. Uh, your cat was playing with a little bug over there and it was so cute. It was, she would like stick her tongue out, like, lick her lips and then like paw at it and then watch it crawl away and then like lick her lips and paw at it was again. Was it Maki? It's all black. such a savage. Yeah. yeah, that's Maki. So cute. Oh yeah, guys, we're recording in my house today. So we're so, here. It's actually really nice. Yeah. I like this. It's like I relaxing. You can hear the crickets. Oh my gosh. Did I tell you a cricket was in my room when I was trying to sleep no <laughs> on Saturday night? And I no, but it was a male tree leaf cricket or something like that. You checked his balls. <laughs> no, I Google it. Uh, the females are bigger and different and they don't make the chirping sound as much. Anyway, those annoying males. Okay, I don't know sound. that much, but it was this, I've never seen a cricket that looked like this. It was on my curtain inside of our sliding door. Um, so I couldn't figure out where it was, but every time I moved or moved the curtain, or like moved around the room, it just stopped. So I was looking on the floor everywhere. I didn't think a cricket could be stuck on the side of the inside of the curtain. And it was this little, very light green, very small, really long wings. Uh, little that, buddy that big like Just half buddy. an inch yeah and it was so loud it sounded like someone's alarm like ah, 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 like that type of alarm was going off in your earballs like really <laughs> loud really 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 loud so it kept me up until like two in the morning on a Saturday night and I was so angry it's pretty crazy little tiny creatures like that can make such a big loud yeah. noise yeah yeah I know oh my gosh I like forget, so I don't yeah, they're nice room. like that. Though. Yeah, this is like it's sitting next to you no, on know, your pillow. Like I'm it very was sensitive about the sound. Infuriating. It's like, yeah. hey, hey, yeah, hey. wake up, wake up. <laughs> That's what it was. And Carter's like, no, it wasn't. It was fine. I'm like, well, you sleep. So I had Carter snoring, and I had the cricket, and I had the fan, and I had the sound machine because I was trying to drown out the cricket and the snoring. It was just like terrible. And then a friend was up at the same time of night, and she's like, put him, up, put him on his side, not the cricket, Carter. And, uh, <laughs> and so I, he doesn't, he sleeps on his side and that's how he snores. Oh, really? Put the cricket on Carter's side. That would be, I should have freaking done yeah. that. Cause he's like, it wasn't that loud. I'm like, well, you sleep through everything. Put them both know, right? outside that's and they then all do. you get some sleep. Okay. Uh, I wanted to go and sleep inside the big house, but they have a lot of spiders in there. So I've probably just, just like, there's no sleep. Oh, hell no. Okay. I just want to tell mm -mm. you, I'm sorry. I know we mm -hmm. have some stories to read. And I don't want to derail it for too long, but remember how I told you about Larry, our spider who died mm -mm. in the shower? Yeah. The one that got washed down the drain. No. Well, there's another granddaddy long legs in our shower now. We named him Larry son. Larry son. <laughs> and also we have this cool other spider. All right. Listen, oh I know this makes me sound Where like a weirdo. It? It's in the guest room. Okay. Well, I'm not going in there. There's a big spider that's living in there. That's I so saw gross. how it climbed in when it's I was shutting the back you. door. It's not. It's just up there catching all the you mosquitoes. You watched it climb in your house? Yeah. Is it daddy long leg or what? No, it's some, it's one of those spiders that writes in its web. What do you mean writes in its web? It writes like crunchy and delicious, like on Charlotte's web. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they make uh, these cool designs uh, with their silk. 
Uh-huh. It's just they put well, maybe little I'll, zigzags. What does it look like? Look at your. I'll show you in a little bit. No, yeah. I don't want to see it. Is it like maybe the striped brown Probably ones? right around the corner. Okay, <laughs> we'll go see and we'll visit Larison. I don't mind daddy long legs as much. We'll go visit Larison, but like any other kind of spider. <laughs> okay, like so, the jumping ones. Oh my god! Like they're gonna jump on your face when you try. Oh my gosh, terrifying. Okay, sorry. No, no worries. We're. That was my fault. <laughs> I wanted to tell you guys about my spiders that oh, live with god. me because it's adorable. I'm really. You're making me not a weird person. Move on. Uh, So we're going to go into a question from one of our listeners. And this comes from someone who is suffering from diverticulitis. Takeshi's pulling up the question because I don't have Facebook Messenger. How about somebody else read it? Because I want to drink some more Uh, wine. So here's for one of you whiny nurse for you whiny nurses. (laughs) I've been suffering with bouts of diverticulitis for a few years. I'm following a diet that is supposed to be okay. I take probiotics and Lialda. Lialda. Like, I don't know what that is. Lialda? Lialda. Uh, it's still happening. Help! Exclamation point. Okay. Oh, that Myalda is not working. What is that? Le- what is Lialda? it supposed to do? Do you I know? I looked it up. It looks like it's a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory oh. medication, but I don't think it's the same as ibuprofen. You couldn't just take ibuprofen, which is mm-hmm. also a non-steroidal. That would make everything worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. But I don't know. Um, but it's, it, I looked it up and it looks like it's usually used for um, ulcerative colitis, which mm-hmm. is another inflammatory bowel disease. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, let's just talk about diverticulitis, first of all. Does anybody know what it is? Yeah. So it's um, the presence of small pouches called diverticula that kind of stick out in your um, GI tract. Uh, they can kind of be anywhere, but for most of the time with diverticulosis, diverticulitis is the inflammation time when you have kind of an attack. Diverticulosis is the condition. So diverticulosis means you have these pouches. Right. You have these pouches. Uh, They're most common on the left side of the large intestine um, or the descending and sigmoid colon. Okay. And um, so like right near the end of your colon where the poop's being made into real poop. Right. I'm sorry. I'm Um, just... No, that's good. That's so, so people know. It's most often yeah. in people 30 to 60 years old. Um, more common most of the time in men than women. But hmm. I know what, plenty of women that actually do have it. Because your mom has it, right? And mm-hmm. my mom has it. Really? I'm yeah. sorry. I hope I didn't give up anything. That's why I was like, no, I don't think, I think it's, sorry. Sorry, it was loud. I love that. No, 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 this is fine. Is that okay? Nobody's yeah. mom has it, all right? Yeah. Except everyone's We're mom's We're all human. It. We're all human. Just somebody's mom has um, it. So no one's really sure what causes it. Um, there aren't really any cures. There's there's kind of treatments of flare-ups, like when you have diverticulitis flare-ups, um, symptoms of it. Um, Lots of pain, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think pains after like certain, abdominal pain. certain meals mm-hmm. kind of yeah. exacerbate it. It's and for- diarrhea sometimes. Mm-hmm. Bloating. One of my first patients in med surge one, which is the first nursing clinical rotation you do, had diverticulitis. And I remember I had to look this up and- You remember all that? Yeah, I do. He was a young, healthy looking guy, you know, probably in his thirties or forties. And I was like, why are you in the hospital? You look pretty healthy, but that's what it was. Man. Which sucks. I know. The hard thing I think about the diet kind of part of that question is they used to tell people to avoid nuts and seeds and- Things that could get stuck in those little pouches, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but now I think it's more just I feel like a doctor was saying this recently, but 
or maybe it was Sarah. I don't remember. No, I think it was Paula. Okay. Oh, okay. Or Florence Nightingale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, you know, now they just suggest people just, you know, it's trial and error. Like a lot of things oh. is you, you eat something and if it really causes you a lot of pain or a lot of symptoms, then you try to avoid that and you experiment and what diet kind of works yeah. best for you. Everyone's individualized. I'm a friend with Crohn's and I feel like that's mm. kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. Experimenting. Just figuring out yeah. what flares up. Yeah. The- but I think it is still for her, like a lot of seeds and little things like that can mm-hmm. definitely irritate her. Right. I'm sure that made, yeah. they made that recommendation initially for a reason. Yeah. But yeah. It's like a low residue diet is what I was reading about. Well, best of luck to you, wish and listener. Thank you for writing in. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk a little bit more about the diet because I have a theory about why the nuts and th- seeds thing isn't... Um, such a great recommendation for everybody who has diverticulitis. And um, so I think, yeah, the original reason why they recommended that you avoid nuts and seeds and popcorn is because the little kernels and the hard fibrous, you know, outer shells of seeds and nuts, they don't digest mm-hmm. and then they can get into one of the diverticula and then they just stay there. They don't digest. They so just then, stay there forever. Yeah. So then they kind of irritate your bowel and then they draw mm-hmm. these ant or these you know, inflammatory responses from your body. But what I was thinking, because as I said, my mom, and I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, she has diverticulitis and she's been really strict. She won't eat a hamburger bun if it has even one sesame seed on it. Like she's really careful. And she still gets flare-ups of her diverticulitis. And I just think, I think that dietary recommendation doesn't suit everyone. Um, I think- what would cause more flare-ups and inflammation is whatever is inflammatory to your body. Mm -hmm. So for some people that might be a high sugar diet or, you know, things that are inflammatory. For me personally, if I eat a lot of processed um, carbs, basically like white bread or bagels. Oh my God, bagels. I love bagels. Mm -hmm. They really make me (laughs) inflamed. Mm -hmm. I can tell my whole body gets inflamed. Like my joints hurt and my belly gets really swollen and bloated. Um, So things like that, for me, if I had diverticulitis, I would avoid because I would imagine that makes it worse. Um, So I think, yeah, like the trial and error, you have Mm -hmm. to figure out what makes you. Right. Right. And for some people, lectins. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We'll talk about that sometime. We should should have a guest on to talk about that. Someone who really knows Mm -hmm. a lot about that. Even though I read some, an interesting study on Medscape about that. So I'll have to bring that up too as a kind of um, contra indication, not contraindication, but a comparative story. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm interested. This versus this. What is right? Well, Jen, mm-hmm. what do you have? Let's hear, let's hear oh, your the word of the day. Mm-hmm. Have we already said that? Well, I, I'm curious. You're, you've been dying to know? Dying. <laughs> dying nurses save me. Yeah. <laughs> Hydrorea. Hydrourea. So yeah, spell yeah. that. Could could you spell it, please? H y d r o u r i a. Okay, because well, I didn't hear that. H y d r r. Oh, yeah. H h y d r o r r h e a. Hydrourea. Hydrourea. So mm-hmm. it's not what I was thinking, which was hydrourea. Yeah, because that would be okay. Maybe urine. Hydrourea. So rhea is like diarrhea. It's, but it's hydrorurea, right? R-U? No. No, you. 
No, I'm I'm hydro R-R-H-E-A. Rhea, like Donna or Diet. Yes. Yeah. Too much. You know, that could be a word too. I don't know. I think hydrourea is a thing. That's a thing too. But that's polyuria. But hydrourea. It's a thing too. What we know we're talking about. I think it's Okay. So read the definition. So it's profuse discharge of watery fluid from any body part. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. So like, because I sweat a lot. Yeah, I'm wondering if sweat, but I mean, any body part. So how do you use that as a verb? I am a- Sarah is a hydro- Hydro person. Hydro I'm hydro person. My, uh, I sweat profusely from my nostril. Okay. That's- from your butt ball. <laughs> <laughs> your butt ball is, is hydrorea. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Shelby, for writing in with that story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll forever think about your butt balls. Yeah. Your one butt ball. Sorry. Dude, shh. people, you know, us women, we have balls too. We need to be brave. We have our balls. So just grab them in our butts. Woman balls. Woman balls. <laughs> Lady balls. Sorting our butt cracks. <laughs> There's yep. no space down below because it's already <laughs> containing this magnificent vagina. So Giner. you have to move the balls back. Your vagina. <laughs> yeah. And this week you get to find out about my baby and if it has balls uh, or no balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, have, I already it have. I, I think I know. I think oh, you, you know. gave it away to dinner. At dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a, I have a guess. She and has a guess, no. but her if guess I, is the opposite of what my guess. So one of us guesses you're having yeah. a boy and one of us guesses you're having a girl. You and don't know you what my guess chances. is. Oh yeah, uh-huh, you do. You I told, told you. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, my guess is just Saturday. for other reasons, just because. Okay. I just have a feeling. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Well, you'll find out, but you have to come and f- play all the games. I will. Maybe we'll have mousetrap. <laughs> Are you doing the You'll necklaces or the pins where you ha- can't say baby and then oh, they like no. trans? I know there's all these like fun baby shower games. So I'll probably go a little more crazy with games. Then. Oh, gender reveal. I'm sorry. Yeah, that'll I depend was, on who's. Yeah. yeah. This one's just like more people drinking and, mm. you know, not. Yeah. Except <laughs> Sarah won't be drinking. Oh, no, yeah. I won't be. You're right. No, that's not one of the be. days that I, no, I Well, it will be now no. if you went to Williamson, then you can certainly drink at my gender reveal. That was one of my planned ahead of time. Well, this is a way planned ahead of time. Fine. It's okay. She's like, can okay. You it's it's your own like, journey. Can, can it's I, your own journey. Can I drink You don't Saturday? have to drink that much. It's you your own journey. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you. Hey. We've uh, been getting some really good stories. You can check them out on the um, miniature episode that we have called Petite Sarah. So write into us at www.nurses at gmail.com so your stories can be featured there. We also have Instagram and Twitter. Do we have Twitter? We do. Yeah. Somebody's been tweeting. <laughs> no. I don't know. I haven't been tweeting. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, yes. We have totally been tweeting. We tweet. We tweet weekly. We Please find us on Instagram and Twitter where we frequent on the daily. But mostly we'd be on Facebook. We'd be on Facebook, y'all. Just not on Sarah's phone. And our Twitter handle is, I made it. I don't remember. WW nurses. Is it at something? (laughs) At WW nurses. Mm -hmm. And our Instagram is whining W nurses. There you go, folks. At us, everybody. At us. Just come (laughs) at us. Come right at us. We totally know what we're doing. (laughs) Well, we love you. Thank you. I love our cheers. Cheers. Cheers.